Hey everybody, this is In The Mix with Sister Johnny and I'm excited to be back on the air with all of you with my KDIA and KDYA 1190 The Light family here in the Bay Area. For those of you that are listening to In The Mix for the very first time, please check me out at SisterJohnny.com. That's SisterJohnnie.com, where you can catch up on some of the previous shows and you can pick your platform of choice. I am available online and on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe and tell a friend. You know what? I just want to get right into it. It's just so much going on. So much. At first, I used to say, you know, I don't know what's happening from week to week. Then we went from day to day. Now we going from hour to hour. It's just too much going on. And if you don't have no prayer life, I encourage you to get one. This is not the time to not be praying. This is the time to up your prayer life. You need to be able to be in tune with the Most High God. And whatever the Spirit of the Lord is leading you to do in this hour is what we need to do. So please, please, Matthew 6, if you're listening and you are, you just clicked on the channel and you're like what pray how do you do that or if you're incarcerated and you're like hey what's going on what how do I do that start with Matthew chapter 6 read just read Matthew chapter 6 all of it because the Lord's prayer is in there as well but I just want you to read all of Matthew chapter 6 and begin a prayer life just start right there because those are the the building blocks and foundation for how you will begin to pray and speak to God. For those of you that have a prayer life, look, this is not the time to go lax on your prayer because when we pray and we talk to God, God, it will give us through the spirit, the Holy spirit direction on where we should go. And we are in that hour now where you might say, well, sister Johnny, I'm getting ready to go to the store, but the Holy spirit might say, "Uh, uh-uh, not right now or not today. And you have to have an ear to hear when the spirit of the Lord is speaking to you and be obedient because that's just where we are right now. So please, please, if you don't have a prayer life, Matthew chapter six, eat the whole scroll, eat the word and begin to learn about the Lord's prayer. And those of you that have been praying and you do have a prayer life, you know, continue to pray and intercede for others as well as your household. But please Don't forget to increase your prayer because this is the time to really, really reach out to God and pray. There's so much happening. So we know right now that we're dealing with the coronavirus. I mean, if you don't know what's going on right now, you've been under a rock. The cases, the people that are being infected with the coronavirus right now, those cases are increasing. I know people in my personal life, people I love and adore that have contracted the virus. So for those of you that may be listening and you may be wondering if it's really real, which I don't even know why we're still having this conversation. It is real. It is real. It is real. It is devastating. It is impacting so many people's lives, if not yours. And this is something that we need to take seriously. There's other things that's going to be coming. And so we, as the believers, we, this is our time. This is the time for your faith to arise. This is the time for all that stuff that we've been talking about and having faith in God and trusting in God and believing in God and casting our cares upon the Lord. Well, guess what? This is the hour. Okay. So we need to allow our faith to arise so we can encourage other people and be the strength that others in our families are looking for. 
That doesn't mean, Sabo, are you are immune to what's going on because you're not. I mean, we're human people. We touch, we feel, we are going through the same emotions that a lot of people are going through as well. It's the thing that's, that I like to just highlight is that our faith in God should be stronger now than ever before. Okay, this is the time where no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, that this is the hour for us to stand up and say, you know what, I'm trusting. I'm trusting and believing in the most high God. And that's not always easy. I'm not I'm not going to be here just because you're listening to me. It's not. I'm going to be honest with you. It is not always easy. There are things that happen in our lives where sometimes I'm telling you, you want to be like Elijah and you want to look for a juniper tree and you want to get up under that juniper tree and you just want to say, look, God, I, I'm not going to fake. I'm not going to front. I can't do none of that because I know you are all knowing. I'm not going to be like Jonah. I'm going to sit up under this juniper tree and that's going to be the, a wrap. I'm done. As a believer, this is the time for us. And, and if you're feeling like that, you can talk to God. God, this is how I'm feeling right now. And reach out to some of your brothers and sisters in the Lord. Reach out to some people that you know have a prayer life that can intercede for you and tell them, hey, I need prayer. Right now I'm having a moment. Right. I, I have faith in God, but I'm feeling a little weak right now. I need some strength and I need you to intercede and I need you to pray for me. And it's OK to do that. It's OK to tell people that we are not immune to what's happening, but we just have to stay in position. We have to continue to be uh, in fellowship with our other brothers and sisters so we can let them know what's going on and that's the ironing sharpen, sharpening iron that's somebody else coming along saying okay you're a little dull right there let me sharpen you up real quick so you can snap out of it and get back in position and that's what we're here this is our hour to step up our game in terms of our faith in God and to be an encouragement to others this is the time. This is the hour. And really, I feel strongly that this is a great hour to evangelize. Now, I know that may sound strange to a lot of pastors that may be listening because your churches are closed down. But look, this Internet can be used for good and evil. Let me tell you right now with the Internet and with all these different platforms that are available, you can get the word out to encourage other people more more so than ever before. There are so many people that are beginning to pick up the Bible, that are beginning to have a relationship with God. And I feel this is a real relationship that's happening. This is not no relationship with the building, a relationship with the pastor, a relationship with the member. This is a real relationship with the most high God that people are having in their homes. And it's not just one individual. They're, you know, people are praising and worshiping God in their homes, their families, their their wives, their husbands, their aunts, uncles. I mean, it's so much happening. Their children, people are getting saved and delivered for real. I just, I feel like it is in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the storm. And I think about Lamentations. Um, Jeremiah was lamenting over the ruins of Jerusalem. If you go back and read Lamentations chapter three, you know, it's interesting how in the very midst of the ruins, Jeremiah spoke hope in the midst of that. And so in the midst of everything that we're going through, we still can speak hope. 
we still can point to God. We still can point to Jesus. So don't throw in the towel. Whoever I, I may be talking to right now, you may have turned and you're listening and you're like, wait a minute, what is this lady talking about? What What's going on? Let me tell you something. I don't care what it looked like. I have been homeless. I have gone through so much in my life and I don't look like I've been through none of that. And I'm going to tell you something. God delivered me out of it all. And if God did it for me, God can do it for you. So no matter what you're going through, and I'm not minimizing what you're going through. Cause like I said, sometimes you can be going through something and you'd be like, Lord, where is that juniper tree? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is while you're going through it, cast your cares. I'm going through, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm experiencing. I don't know what to do. God help me. Casting your cares looks like something. So you can say it quietly, audibly, scream it out, whatever you have to do so that you can communicate with God and, and be ready because the answer will come. And again, the answer can come through the word, another person, a passing thought. It can come in a dream, a vision. Just be open for how God is going to begin to answer your prayer. What I, what the Lord was putting on my heart today with all these things that are happening. What the Lord began to put on my heart was a word that the Lord had given me some months back about being like the ant. And I, I can't seem to get away from it. So I don't care what's going on. The Lord had spoke to me was Proverbs 6, 6 through 11 to be like the ant. And that this is the calm before the storm. Those are the two words that the Lord gave me. And I have not in my spirit, in my prayer life, that has not changed. It has not lifted. Be like the ant. So what do you mean, Sister Johnny? You talking about be like the ant. Well, let's go to Proverbs chapter six, six through 11. I'm going to read out of the Amplified. And y'all go ahead and walk with me. As the old folks say, y'all walk with me. Proverbs 6, 6 through 11, out of the Amplified. Go to the ant, O lazy one. Observe her ways and be wise, which having no chief, overseer, or ruler, she prepares her food in the summer and brings in her provisions of food for the winter in the harvest. How long will you lie down, O lazy one? When will you arise from your sleep and learn self-discipline? Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for those that are listening. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that the word meets everyone that is listening, Lord God, in their homes. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that the words that they listen to and hear are not my words, but yours. I pray in the name of Jesus against any uh, unclean spirit across the airways. And I pray that you'll purify the airways right now in the name of Jesus. And I give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So the ant, when the Bible says to go like the ant, when you think about the ant, now we all know those ants get on our nerves when we see them. If you see, I know if I see them in my house, I'm like, oh my gosh. But the thing about the ants they are strategic. They are on a mission. They are working. They are constantly moving, gathering all the time. And the thing about the ant is it says, oh, lazy one. The ants aren't lazy. I mean, I haven't seen a lazy ant yet. They're constantly, they're, they're, they send out the scouts and they're on a mission and they come back with everybody working towards getting their food for the winter storing up and they're very wise on where they go to gather and how they go and gather and how they build 
And then the thing about it is, I thought it's interesting that they don't have a chief. They don't have a ruler. Ruler. There's an absence of leadership, which is interesting on what's happening today. We have an absence of leadership and strong leadership right now. And it feels like we are going through life blindly because there's really no leadership, no strong leadership. Let me put it there in all aspects. And so now it's like, well, what do we do? We also see that the ant is preparing her food in the summer and she brings in her provisions in the winter. So she's harvesting. Again, she's harvesting her food. She's constantly working throughout the summer. And, and to, in my mind, you may say, well, Sister Johnny, things aren't plenteous. No, but they're still, you can still go to the grocery store. You can still go buy supplies for your home. Some people may still have finances. Do you understand what I'm saying? That nothing is completely gone yet, right? And so this is a time to really think strategically, what can I do to make sure that my household, my family will have what they need, rather it's medical supplies, rather it's things for the house, rather it's things for your children's education and schooling, rather it's things for yourself. You know, what do you need for food? What do you need for medicine? Like, oh, you have to start thinking strategically. What do I need for eye health? What do I need for ear health? You have to think outside the box. What am I going to need for the hard times that are coming that I won't necessarily have access to, okay? And that's just translating the word into what can I do? In terms of the job market, things are changing rapidly with the job market. We have to go back to traditional thinking, traditional skills that we may have dropped off and forgotten about canning that's one thing that's huge we have to go back to canning you know how do you preserve your own food um how do you grow your own food those of you that have yards if you're a pastor and you have a, a church building and you have land and you're not able to go into the building but let's go back to the acts of the apostle and really do what uh, the gospels called us to do can you use your land to plant seed so you can have a harvest. I'm talking about food, not only for yourself and your family and your congregants, but also for the community at large. Can you partner with the food bank and, and begin to give food out? Um, shout out to Jasmine. Jasmine's at, at a church in Sacramento. I had the pleasure and honor to go out there. They have a community garden. They're also passing out food. Um, and I really appreciate that. Down here in the Bay Area, we have all these churches out here and food banks um, they're passing out food and we have community gardens out here in the Bay Area as well. I'm just saying if you're a church leader and you have a building right now that is sitting, you can and you have land, make use of that land. Ask God for a strategic plan. What do you want me to do, God? You know, you may be in a position where you're not able to keep that building. But if you are and the building is paid for, then you can still use that land to be a witness for the gospel and to help people. So we, we have to start changing our mindset and begin to think strategically in a different, while people are quarantined in their homes, I said before, instead of, you know, jumping on TikTok or, you know, you got to do what you got to do to keep your sanity. Okay. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying, Use your time wisely. When we talk about the ant being wise, the ant was wise with, 
with their time, not just wasting time. They're actively using their time wisely. So while you have this time and you're at home, can you pick up another skill? Can you learn how to cook? Can you prepare meals? Um, cutting hair is a big issue. So many people want their hair done. Maybe you, you are the kind of person that you like to do hair, but you never thought you can actually make a career out of it. Maybe you need to tighten up on those skills. Or if you do have your license, think about being mobile or thinking outside the box. Uh, if you can fix things, you know, are you, the handyman has come back into play. You know, during this quarantine, people are still going to need help, you know, with plumbing, with their lights, with their AC, uh, fixing things in their home. Can you do that? So these are very important areas that we cannot take for granted. All right. You know, also, you don't want to, you know, be lazy. Now, I know some people are like, well, uh, I, there's nothing really to do. No, there's plenty to do. There's a, a, one of my guests that came on the show. Uh, shout out to Mila. Hey, Mila. We were talking about how you can pick up another skill. You can learn a new language. Uh, get in a position of power and influence. Use this time to pick up a skill. Uh, we talked about writing a book or just do something that will position you and your family in a place where you would be as an asset. There's terms being used right now, um, essential work or non-essential. That's not coincidental, okay? Why is that? You know, put yourself in a position where you're essential and uh, you're relevant. Begin to start figuring out what you can do with your hands. Very important. Your children as well, you know, teach them what can they do. Because now we're getting back to family. We're getting back to uh, what we can build as a family. And so that's important. And I think God is doing all this to get us prepared for what is coming. Now, the other scripture that I had in mind was Genesis 41, 28 through 38. It's very familiar. Please go back and read about the life of Joseph starting in Genesis 37. But I wanted to focus on Genesis 41, 28 through 38. I talked about this last year, unbeknownst to me about any coronavirus. I just knew that a time was coming where we had to be prepared, preparing ourselves like Joseph. And a window of opportunity was going to be open. But when it closed, that was still the same, that we have to be like Joseph. And that goes into the word the Lord gave me about the calm before the storm. So let's be like Joseph. And um, the thing that I want to extract in the scripture. Now, you have to go back and read it for the interest of time. I don't have the time. But basically, Pharaoh had a dream and Joseph was able to interpret the dream and said it was going to, it was seven fatty calves and seven skinny calves. And he said, hey, for seven, the seven fatty calves were going to be seven years of plenty. And then the seven skinny calves were going to be seven years of lack. And so he was able to essentially save seed and begin to save Egypt along with other nations and his own family. But the thing that I want to extract from here is verse 38. So in verse 38, I'm going to read this This again is out of the Amplified. So Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find a man like this? A man equal to Joseph in whom is the divine spirit of God. Again, let me read that. So Pharaoh 
said to his servants, can we find a man like this, a man equal to Joseph, in whom is the divine spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since your God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and clear headed and wise as you are. Y'all hear that? So this is what we, this is why it's important to pray because you don't know how God is going to use you in this hour and the times that are coming. Very important for us to have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God in us, dwelling inside of us, leading us and guiding us because a time will come. And remember, Pharaoh was a, if you will, king of the earth. So he was worldly. He didn't know anything about God or anything like that. God appointed all that Joseph had gone through. God has set Joseph up because he was consistent with his relationship with God and his prayer life. That when the time came for him to speak, he spoke a word and season that was needed to get in position to hear God. And the only way we can do that is to pray. And a lot of people read about the story of Joseph, but I, I think they don't read further because this is very important. Pharaoh said out of his own mouth, can we find a man like this, a man equal to Joseph in whom is the divine spirit of God? Come on now. Is there anybody else like him? So when that time comes and we don't know what's going to happen, we don't know what's happening ahead of us. We don't know what's going to happen in the next months. But let me tell you something. It's going to be something that we are going to have to prepare for. And we have to have an ear to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And wouldn't it be awesome, incredible, whatever happens, that the world leaders will be looking to those that have an ear to hear, that have the spirit of God in them to help guide them and instruct them. Come on now. So we have to get in the position to hear God. So those of you that's praying, keep praying. Those of you that are interceding, keep interceding. Those of you that are pastoring, keep pastoring. Those of you that are evangelizing, keep evangelizing. Those of you that are the head of your household and you're encouraging your family and you are the matriarch or the patriarch of your family, don't get weary in well-doing and cast your cares upon the Lord. Because I'm going to tell you something, there's things coming that this coronavirus is nothing compared to what is coming. And we're going to have, we're going to need you. We're going to need you in position. We're going to have to hear what you have to say. And we are going to trust in the God that is in you, not you, but the spirit of the living God that rest rules and abides in you. So we're going to need you to stay in position. I'm going to close with this. Be like the ant. Don't waste time. Prepare your home and your, and, and your friends and family for what's coming so that they won't be caught off guard. Remember to be like Joseph, to be a man or woman after God's heart and pray without ceasing. So the spirit of the living God will rest, rule and abide in you. So when that time comes, when it may not be a spiritual leader, it may not be a worldly leader. It may be a family member. It may be just you simply going to the store. 
that you need to be able to hear from the spirit of the living God on what you should do. Should you go? Should you stay? Because that is where we are. So please sharpen your your spiritual antennas through prayer and supplication, fasting and prayer. So be encouraged. I want to let you know again, if you want to catch up on some of the previous shows, please visit me at sisterjohnny.com. Thank you so much for your love and support. I really appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe and tell a friend. Remember, God loves you and God just wants to use you. This is In The Mix.